Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle have won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to give our review of the Sunday afternoon games from round two. We had two games, the West Tigers and the Newcastle Knights from Leichhardt Oval and the Dragons at home in their first game of season 2023 going up against the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, it turned out to be two really good games. I know a lot of people had expectations of this to be a, sh- a bit of a shit fight, but I did think that despite them not being the four greatest teams, I thought they were four pretty evenly matched teams, to be honest with you. And um, I mean, these games provided plenty of fireworks and plenty to touch on so we'll get stuck into it now uh, we'll start with the West Tigers, they obviously lost at home and um, I mean I'd be lying if I said I wasn't genuinely really worried about the West Tigers, I won't touch on the Hastings and Clemmer situation because I spoke about that earlier today, there's a podcast that dropped this morning so if you'd like to have a listen to that whole drama I spoke about it for about 25 minutes I really do think the Tigers are doing a lot of things wrong at the moment and I think that all the things they're doing wrong, I think it was represented yesterday in that incident but uh, as I said in that podcast, I am mate with Jacko. I've known him for a few years now, pretty close with him, so maybe I am a little bit biased there. Uh, you can make your own decision there and come to your own conclusion, uh, which I think you should do for everything I say. Uh, but yeah, the West Tigers, look... Um Pretty disappointing. I mean, the Newcastle Knights, we'll talk about them soon, but, you know, they took on the Knights without Adam Elliott. They lost KP. They lost Jaden Braley. They lost Tyson Brazell. It was Gamble's first game of the season for the Newcastle Knights. Uh, he hasn't even really been training that much at 5'8". So, uh, look, the West Tigers, I'm sorry, I have very few excuses for them. I understand that they did lose a few guys. I understand that 100% completely. Jake Simpkin, they obviously lost him. Tommy Talao, they lost him just before half time. But, I mean, I think they still should have won this game. I, I don't, uh, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really want to make excuses for the Tigers. This was a game that was there to be won at home. Um you had your entire spine out there. The Newcastle Knights hardly had any of theirs. I mean, 
I don't know. I, I, I don't want to make excuses for this side because they should have been better than what they were yesterday. That's now two games at Leichhardt Oval in a trot on the trot where they probably should have won. I think on paper, I think it's fair to say that they were the better team both weeks uh, and they weren't able to get it done. So very, very disappointing for the West Tigers. I don't really know how else to sugarcoat that. A loss to the Gold Coast Titans last week, um, who also lost Foz during the game. Uh, and then a loss to the Newcastle Knights, who had a stack of injuries throughout this game. Very disappointing. Um, guys that I thought played well in this game, Stefano, he obviously scored a late try, which was good to see. Um, I mean, was it a double movement or not? I don't know. My jury's very, very out on that one, to be honest with you. I thought Brett Naden, once again, very solid. 12 hit-ups, 117 run meters. He had two tackle breaks. He was good. I thought Dane Laurie did some really nice things. A couple of tackle breaks there. He was nice. Um, actually, I, I take that back. Brett Naden missed six tackles. That's a lot for a center. Um yeah, that's a bit disappointing to see. I thought with the ball, I should say, he was very strong as well. Um, yeah, I just, Adam Dewey was good without being fantastic. They probably needed him to stand up a little bit more, but the halves, I mean, they still ran for 135 metres and 125 metres between them. Um, and look, I mean, that that doesn't indicate always a great game, but I mean, it, it at least tells me that they're having a crack. I just feel like they're out of ideas. I, I And it's so early in the season, it just felt like they were in all sorts of Tigers. I thought Appy, you know, the couple of scoots he had from Dummy Half, he looked good, but he was just on his own. No one was going with him. I don't, you know, he, he had 14 runs for 108 metres, and every time he did, he was just on his own. No one pushes up with him, and I just, I couldn't, I couldn't fathom how, the, why, why would you sign this guy and make him your captain, and then they don't push up with him? And I, I don't know if this, if they're not, I, I, I don't understand how that could possibly happen. I, fuck, if, if I'm a West Tigers forward or player in general, even if I haven't met him or trained with him before, I'm just watching what he had, the way he plays over the last few years and going, oh, every time he takes off, I need to be on his hammer because he will create opportunities for me. I just felt like every time Appy went, he was on his own, essentially. It was um, it was very disappointing by the rest of the guys there. I don't, I can't really make sense of um, how they're working with him. Um, you know, as I said, Stefano scored a try 134 metres. I mean, David Clemmer ran for under 100 metres in that game yesterday. Very, very disappointing. Isaiah Papali, 135. He didn't look good, but he you know, he, he still looks lost out there to me, but he gets through a lot of work still, Isaiah. Um, Joe Offengau, he didn't play huge minutes. I can't remember what happened there. It was a HIA, an injury or whatever, but he only played at 35 minutes. I thought Alex Twal was very good. I thought he had a good game. He was unlucky not to score, dropped the ball over the line. Um, but the one that I want to talk about is the back rower, Asu Kapoa. Uh, he's played center the last few years, jumped in the back row. I thought he was very, very impressive. Nine runs, 85 meters, which isn't astronomical, to be fair. 28 tackles, uh, only two missed. But I, I just thought he was strong. He was very, very strong throughout this game. Uh, always looked dangerous. And personally, um, I know that Johnny Baton will come back into this side and he'll probably play on the right edge. But I'd be keeping him as a back row for sure in this tight side, even if you bring him off the bench. He's hard to handle. He's keen. Uh, I like everything about him. I thought he was really good. Alex Troll, like I said, 100 run meters. And I think he would have made close to 50 tackles, 46 tackles. Almost scored a try. Very unlucky. Didn't the crowd go berserk when it looked like big Alex Troll had crashed over? Devastating stuff for him not to score there. Um, and yeah, I mean, outside of that, I thought Dane Laurie was good. David Nofaluma just... I don't know. He just looks a, a yard slower than what he used to. Still got through a heap of work. 17 runs, 130 metres. He had a number of offloads as well. I feel like he had three or four offloads. He had five offloads throughout that game, which was really nice. But, um, yeah, he just doesn't look like the same guy he was a couple of years ago. Happy to be proven wrong there. 
Um, but yeah, that is just a little bit alarming with Knopf. And yeah, look, a disappointing day for the Newcastle Knights. I'm not, I'm not going to sugarcoat it or any shit like that. Disappointing day. They should be very disappointed with how they performed. The Knights, on the other hand, wow. Kalen Ponga survives one minute. Jaden Braley survives 14. Tyson Brazell gone after the 50-minute mark. And then they had, was it Jacob Saifiti who got uh, sent from the field as well uh, with about 10 minutes to go with the game in the balance. And they just found a way uh, to get it done, which I thought was fantastic. So credit to them. Very, very impressive. They also had Dom Young who, who got a Simbin at one point as well. Um, mate, credit to them. I... This Newcastle side, and you know what, I, I, I'm going to praise them a lot for what they did, but you know what, on the reverse side, if they played with that much passion and ticker when they were down to 12 and when they only had, you know, when KP went off the field and Brayley went on the field, if they played like that last week, they win that game of football. I just and I, I'm so impressed with what the Knights did yesterday. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not backing down from that at all. They were sensational, but fuck, where, where's that passion every other week? You know what I mean? Like, that that's what was frustrating me with Newcastle. When their back's against the wall and everything's going wrong, they all of a sudden galvanize and go to another level. They should be that team every single week. That's what the Newcastle Knights have been for eternity. So, great win. Very courageous stuff. But, geez, they need to find a way to be that side from minute one to minute 80. Not when shit goes wrong and their backs are against the wall. I just, I, I genuinely think if they play the way that they did yesterday and they defend the way that they did with so many of their guns out... They can be competitive in this competition. Are we going to see it consistently? I don't know. It's very hard to tell with this side, realistically. But um, so much upside in this Newcastle team. No Adam Elliott. KP out. Braley out. You know, um, they also had Tyson Brazell out. So, like, automatically they were down to just one last interchange on the bench there. Then Saifidi got sent off. So they were down to 12. I mean, life couldn't have got much harder. Your fullback's playing, what, his eighth game of first grade. Your 5'8's playing his first game for the club this year in a position that he hasn't he's played before, but he hasn't trained too much there. Um, I just thought this was such an impressive knock by this side. Phoenix Crossland had to play 66 minutes out of position at hooker. Um, yeah, fuck. Very impressive by the Newcastle Knights, but we want to see this more consistently. Shout out to Leo Thompson. This guy is going to be so important to this Newcastle side, it's not even funny. And if I was the Saifidi boys, I would be coming into training Monday morning, looking at each other and going, fuck, Leo Thompson's coming for our head here. He's put his hand up and said, if no one's going to grab this alpha spot at this club, I'm going to fucking do it. So I'm very, very keen to see how it plays out with him. And hopefully his performances over the next few weeks, because I think they're going to be huge, hopefully he can push the absolute best out of the Saifidi boys. And those three can really hunt as a pack there, then bring... Um, Adam Elliott back in, and all of a sudden, Newcastle could be a half-decent side here, but we've got to see it to believe it. Uh, Shout-out to Greg Marshew. He played New South Wales Cup yesterday. I'm not sure how he went or whatnot. I haven't had a look at it yet, uh, but he did play there, so I think you will see him over the next few weeks. Uh, Heimel Hunt was okay, made a couple of errors and whatnot, which was disappointing, uh, and I think that if is good to go, I think he comes straight in on that left wing. Big challenge to Newcastle next week. They take on the Gold Coast Titans, who, you know, a solid side, uh, but they're going to be without KP. They're going to be without Jaden Braley. They might be without Frizzell. They're still going to be without Adam Elliott as well. So uh, life is going to be very tough for Newcastle next week. But, fuck, they can take some some confidence fr- from what they did at Leichhardt Oval yesterday and hopefully go into that game uh, and hopefully pull an upset there. I th- Is it at home? I'm not sure if it is. Um, just having a look. 
Uh, oh, no, sorry. Sorry, guys. They don't play the Gold Coast Suns. They, they, they play the Dolphins next week. So that will be tough for them. Um, the Newcastle Knights taking on the Dolphins next week. Sorry, guys. But still missing all those guys. It will be a short turnaround. So I don't think KP and Jaden Braley are going to be able to play. So it is at Newcastle, though. So hopefully they can galvanize. Hopefully Jackson Hastings uh, can get them all, all together and and ready to go for this game. Uh, let's move to the second game yesterday afternoon. Uh, we saw the Dragons playing their first game of season 2023, taking on the Gold Coast Titans, coming off an impressive win last week. Um, the Titans came out to a flyer. Uh, Carm Pierre scored off some AJ Brimson magic. Zemi Verrill scored an individual trial later. I think Sam Verrill's had a neck uh, a knock to his neck. Uh, that the, the, the took him out of this game soon after. But he looked really good when he was on the on the field, Sammy Verrills. And, you know, it was 12-0 after 18 minutes, and you sort of thought, oh, fuck, here comes the same old Dragons. Um, in the next 35 minutes, they scored 32 points. They absolutely lit it up. Jacob Little, great support play through the middle. Jesus, quick Jacob Little, very underrated. Benny Hunt, we tipped him for a try uh, on the predictions yesterday, $4.50. He was our pick from the St. George Illawarra Dragons to scores. So if you got on that, uh, enjoy that little bit of shrapnel there. Uh, real captain's knock from Benny Hunt. Ravalawa, Tyrell Sloan, Blake Laurie scored. Great to see Blake Laurie score. One of the true champions of our game. A fantastic personality and a, a real locker room guy for the St. George Illawarra Dragons. But I want to talk about Tyrell Sloan. Uh, a guy that... I really did think that he wouldn't last at the Dragons. I really, I just thought he must be so fucking fed up and so done with all this shit. I don't think he's been treated overly well. I think he's had his confidence shattered. But... Yesterday, you know, the best thing about Tyrell Sloan's game was that he was playing with his smile on his face. And that might sound a little bit cheesy. That might sound a little bit cliche. But when the kid is smiling and he's going good, he is absolutely killing it. And I thought his game yesterday was really impressive. That's the sort of footy we should be getting from Tyrell Sloan. And that's what they, they should be building around him because he's got that sort of ability. He's keen. He's always putting himself in the right spots, Tyrell Sloan. Just got to utilize him. Uh, one try, two line breaks, a try assist. Uh, ran for 109 meters, which for him is pretty damn good. Um, he was very, very impressive, Tyrell Sloan. So credit to him. Thought Lomax had a strong game as well. Uh, obviously kicked his goals and whatnot, as he always does. But ran for 129 meters. Uh, had two line break assists. Had a try assist. Um, three tackle breaks. He, he lost his footing on a few occasions where I thought he could have been a little bit more dangerous as well. So uh, positive signs there. And I mean, this Dragon side, they've still got uh, Amon to come back in as well. So plenty of upside to them. I thought Jack Bird, he looked really good at 13. I mean, they've still got Amon and Jack DeBellin to come back into this side. So, so many positives still to come for the St. George Illawarra Dragons. A great start. We did tip them to win this game um, on Bloke on Monday, I believe. I'm pretty sure I did. Um, and yeah, I always thought they'd get up for the first game. And look, am I, am I tipping the Dragons to, you know, be a top eight side or whatever now? No, I'm not. Uh, I still want to see the Dragons once we get into the week-to-week grind. Same as the Dolphins, to be honest with you. Same as a lot of these sides that have started well that we probably didn't expect. I'm just keen to see how the week-to-week grind affects the Dragons because it's it's easy to get up for the first month. And look, we, we take the first month in, into consideration, but... You really want to see what teams are doing in week 8, 9, 10, 11, because that's when the week-to-week grind, the injuries, the suspensions, the knocks, the playing hurt, it all starts to add up. So, But to be fair, the Dragons, they are a pretty resilient bunch with some some, some older heads throughout this team. Murdoch Masilla, I uh, thought he was good, but I don't know. He just doesn't seem to get through 
a heap of work for, for, for the minutes that he plays. He has got upside, but seven runs for 88 metres. Uh, he had a line break, which is really nice. But outside of that run, he was pretty quiet. Only 12 tackles uh, in 70-odd minutes. So, uh, But, you know, we're, the, BMM isn't a guy we're expecting huge output from, but I probably did expect a little bit more from him if he's going to start in this side. As I said, I thought Jack Burb was really good. He was really stolid. Still a number of missed tackles for the Dragons, to be fair. Ravala was the only one that didn't have a missed tackle. So uh, a bit to work on there. Uh, no one with more than four missed tackles, but what, one, two, three, four or five guys that did have four missed tackles, which is probably a little bit too much. And a lot of those guys had a lot of ineffective tackles as well. So, Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Look, missed tackles and ineffective tackles, they aren't everything. There is context to all of those. Uh, but, yeah, look, for the for the Titans to start as well as they did and for the Dragons to then not only rope them in but then beat them quite sufficiently, uh, I think the Dragons can take a lot from that. For the Gold Coast Titans, um, look, yeah, Foz played, which was great to see. Tanner Boyd, um, they, they were good without being great. I thought AJ Brimson was probably best on the field for them. I, I thought he had a couple of really, really nice touches. He was nice. Tino as well. It's probably unfair to say uh, AJ was best on the field. Tino was sensational as well. Got through a heap of work. Scored a try late, which was good to see. Uh, we love seeing him having success like that. Fafita did a couple of nice things, but he also had a couple of defensive plays that were just fucking awful, if we're being honest. So, um, look, still plenty to work on for the Gold Coast Titans. Um I just I, I don't think it's carnage. I think that they are definitely heading in the right direction. I think they can be happy with where they're heading. Uh, and I think it was always going to be tough to play the Dragons in their first game. And, you know, it, like, it sort of becomes the Gold Coast Titans. They're the only team that's had to play two teams playing their first game of the season, which I think is tough, especially at home. I just always thought the Dragons were going to get up for this one and they were going to be competitive. I don't think they're going to have a great season. I stand by that. But I thought it was always going to be tough playing them in the first week. Isaac Liu... Defensively through the middle with the Titans, there was just a couple of issues there that worried you a little bit. Um, the way they're using Jaden Campbell, I'm really not convinced on either, and I, I don't know what's the better way to do it. Um, it's just awkward trying to fit all these guys into the same team at the moment. Uh, yeah, look, Gold Coast Titans, a disappointing loss. Not panic stations, though. It's still early days in the season, but I'm sure that they would have accepted more out of themselves. Congratulations to Dragons and Dragons fans. You've heard a lot of people giving your team a lot of shit this entire offseason. You come out and played well week one, which is all you can do at the moment. Hopefully the Dragons can keep this form up and hopefully your Sloan and your Benny Hunts can pl keep playing this sort of footy. Uh, but I'm just keen to see how the week-to-week -week grind goes with the Dragons and both these sides, to be honest with you. I think the Titans have got a heap of upside. Um, defensively, they were really good this week, conceding 32 points to the Dragons, who traditionally look very uninspiring in defense. That is a worry, though. There's no doubt about that. So we'll see how it plays out for both of these teams. I don't have any. I'll, I actually don't have any teams that played or that I reviewed in this podcast playing finals footy this year, I think that probably two or three of these teams will make up the bottom four. So, um, yeah, happy to be proven wrong, but we will see how it all plays out uh, with these four teams. But, uh, yeah, no 
No huge train wrecks, probably outside of the Tigers and that shit fight to start this season. Not panic stations, but uh, yeah, so the Dragons, they've obviously had a buy and a win. The Gold Coast Titans, a win and a loss. The Newcastle Knights, a win and a loss. And the Tigers, uh, two L's to start the season. And a tough game coming up this week from memory. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out in round three. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 